Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome to Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Lindsay. Let's Talk Peaches is a community where all humans come to have raw, authentic, open, and respectful conversations about various topics. Nothing is off the table. All topics are welcome. Get ready to dive in and explore the uplifting as well as the extremely uncomfortable. Be sure to come back and check us out every week. We put out new episodes every Monday. If you're new, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome. And if you're a returning peach, thank you so much for tuning back in. We appreciate that so much. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate so much appreciation. All right, let's dive into the episode. Hi, hey. peaches. <laughs> hey, peaches. How are you doing? So happy to have you back. I hope everyone's week weekend was good. Everyone's week is going well. All of the goodies. All of the goodies. How are things happening in your neck of the woods, Lindsay? In my neck of the woods. Hmm. Not too horrible. I feel like I'm trying to think of anything crazy that happened this week. Oh, I got my roller skates this oh, week. Yeah. My roller skates came in, which, which I don't is know if epic. I mentioned. If I mentioned, made a Getting official official announcement that I I got my roller skates. And now we both have a pair of roller skates, and so we're trying to maneuver that lifestyle. Figure that out. Yeah. But other than that, it's been pretty chill. Yeah, it has been chill. I mean, we this danced last night. I guess something else that we have decided to do is we booked a trip to san diego and we're gonna take a little take a beat i'm gonna go visit some friends and be in the beach yeah we're also gonna spend some time in joshua tree we've never been so we're super excited about that we're gonna have a desert yeah. beach oasis retreat and this, i'm so excited how about you how about how is your neck of the woods next no that's good i mean i was just mentioned i was just gonna mention our trip other than that yeah i've been doing a lot of roller skating and it's been great yeah anywho on to this week's episode which we're super excited about let's talk spirituality we have Jackie and Maya coming in from the SIP podcast, which stands for Spirituality in Progress. We had a really lovely conversation with them, really like really fun, eye-opening and just feel good conversation with them about mm-hmm. spirituality, what it means, what it mm-hmm. doesn't mean, I and think- how to pro- and how to use it to just want to make yourself feel better every single day. Yeah, I think if you are curious about spirituality, it's a beginner take. I think we also these girls are building a great space for people. They're kind of they're mini entrepreneurs in their own way. They're growing really fast. We give some tips on how we enter our spirituality and how we calm ourselves down and how our spiritual practices, if you will. Yeah. But yeah. Other than that, I think we'll just let we'll just bring in uh, Jackie and Maya and let them do the the talking. BRB peaches. All right, Peaches, we have the ladies from the SIP podcast with us in the Spirituality in progress. Yep. We like to start off by asking our guests, what's up, Peach? How's your day going? How's yeah. your week going? How's life? <laughs> um, yeah, so I had a really good day today. I'm in the process of moving, or I've officially moved. So today was kind of the first day where everything's just about in order. Oh, love it. So I was able to kind of like relax and walk and go get coffee and go to the grocery store and just kind of have like a really nice hangout day. How's COVID life in Arizona? A lot of things are open. Gyms, yoga studios, restaurants, pretty much a lot of That's nice. kind of reopening. Oh, that sounds so nice. It sounds like a simple day, but I miss those simple days of just being able to like go for a walk, grab a coffee, enjoy nature a little bit, run some errands. Yeah. That sounds great. How about you, Maya? 
Yeah, my day was pretty much very similar. We went to the dog park. We went and got coffee this morning. Yeah, kind of normal things, running errands and cleaning up the house and stuff. I think, I think, yeah, when I checked right before I came in here, it's like 82 degrees right now. So it's pretty, pretty stinking yeah. nice. I can't, can't complain. Yeah. And COVID, you know, everybody is actually doing a really good job of social distancing, but things are also open at the same time. Like everybody at the dog park was far away from each other or wearing a mask and all those kinds of things, which is reassuring, especially living in the biggest city in Arizona. It could be definitely stressful, but it's not too bad, at least the places that we're going. Are you guys born and raised in Arizona? Have you always been been there? No. I don't, yeah, I don't think either of us. Mm-mm. I moved to Arizona when I was 12. So in middle school. And before that, I lived in Seattle and went to high school and then undergrad in Arizona. And then I moved to Portland for three years and then moved back here. So I've been back for a few years now. How long have you been in Arizona, Jackie? Um, I moved here when I was 21. So about six or seven years now. I was only supposed to be here for two years. And, <laughs> That's what um, we all say. <laughs> yeah. And it just grabbed you. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We've never been to Arizona, but it's definitely on the list. Lots of good hiking and lots of good nature out there. Yeah, there is once you go to, you know, some of the like northern Arizona spots are super amazing. And of course, you know, the Grand Canyon and Sedona and all of those things are super mm-hmm. amazing. Phoenix, not so much, but. <laughs> but it's great, like, get away from the heat. It's mm-hmm. so close, like she said, Sedona. And then California, which is where I'm from, mm-hmm. is only, like, five-hour drive. So that's. That's nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you guys from? You guys are from the East Coast, right? Yeah. We're in Connecticut right now. And we were living in New York City. But then the pandemic happened. And totally. Like, it was very apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah. We came to New we York. Came- Came to Connecticut for the uh, quarantining situ- mm. situation. So yeah, um, but we'll be back in New York. Hopefully, soon. hopefully pretty hopefully soon. soon. Hopefully, now that things are easing up a little bit, hopefully New York will be back to back mm-hmm. to what New York usually is, and we can we can go back there because I think that's where we like to be, yeah. or at least that's where I like to be. Yeah. But we'll actually be near you guys pretty soon because we're going on a trip to Joshua Tree. Oh, fun! Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We're super excited. Oh. We actually we just booked it. <laughs> this week super jazzed yeah we have a friend in san diego so we're gonna have like a little desert beach little like getaway retreat you know just a getaway yeah warm up your bones for a little while yeah (laughs) for sure exactly for sure do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about who you are what you do the pot the sip podcast Mm -hmm. and just a little intro on that Jackie and I, we started SIP Podcast, which that stands for Spirituality in Progress, because we were kind of acquaintances at the time, and we went to go get coffee with each other and just started talking about all of these kind of off-the-wall things like aliens and the law of attraction and all of this stuff that, you know, when we first brought it up, we were like, I'm going to tell this girl this thing, and she might think that I'm crazy, but I'm going to take a chance on it. And then she totally resonated, and I totally resonated with whatever she was talking about. And we both just got excited that we found another person that was into the weird stuff that we were into. And we said, hey, let's start a podcast. That sounds like a a fun project. And I don't think that we ever thought that we would still be doing it two years later. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people start podcasts and then it kind of trickles out after like five or six episodes. And yeah. so, you know, we were like, we, we hoped that wouldn't happen, but there's always the chance. For sure. And and now we're just, we're just kind of cruising. I think we put out, we put out episode 65 today and we've been doing it for just over two years now. And we cover pretty much Anything that pertains to spirituality or, you know, kind of new age stuff or conspiracy theories or whatever, whatever weird stuff we want to talk about that week. 
That's awesome. I think it's so true. I feel like a lot of people put out a podcast and then it, it does trickle yeah. out sometimes. Yeah. That's something that Lynn and I, not that we're worried about, but like it's we just, we're worried about it. It's just, I think you know, we're like rolling it's and a grinding commitment. now. It's yes. a commitment to like grow and put out new episodes and come up with content all the time. But I love your guys's podcast. Yeah. And I think you guys actually, you guys have such soothing voices to listen to. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, thank you. I started listening to to your podcast back in the summer. And over the course of this pandemic, so the summertime was like really lockdown time, I just started to feel like I wanted to, I wanted to explore my spiritual side a little mm-hmm. bit more. And so I went on Apple Podcasts and I just typed in spirituality or spirituality for beginners or mm-hmm. something like that. And you guys popped up and I started listening. I started listening to a bunch of the episodes and I think it's a really great space for people that are looking to learn more about spirituality and what that means and getting in touch with your spiritual side. I think it's a really great space for beginners. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel overwhelmed. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was too woo-woo for me. I felt like it was all of the things that spirituality was in my head, but kind of in a grounded sense. Mm. I don't know. You guys do a really great job of, you know, you're grounded people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But we talk, you could talk about all sorts of spiritual things. Mm -hmm. So it was a really great thing for me. And I think it would be a really great thing for anyone that's a beginner and looking for more information. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we we actually get that comment a lot that people just like search the term spirituality into Spotify and then we come up, which kind of blows my mind because there's so many podcasts that are way bigger than we are. But I feel like it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, we were supposed to pop up like we were the one that, that was going to resonate the most. And that's just incredible. Yeah. And that was, that was a big thing also for Jackie and I, when we were first starting was we realized that this space was very full of gurus and teachers that are really, you know, not full of themselves, but just on an, on a level where they are the expert kind of talking Mm -hmm. about things as the expert. And we wanted it to be a very like inviting, like, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. So we're just going to start spewing stuff and hopefully somebody resonates. And I think that a lot of people enjoy the relatability of us kind of being like, I don't know, but I'm still interested in it. Yeah. Which is, which is super cool. And, you know, as the episodes progress, I think we have become more and more comfortable with things, but it's kind of fun because our audience gets to be on that journey with us. Like we were all beginners at episode one. And now if they've listened all the way till episode 65, we're all kind of leveling up together, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think a good place to sort of start for anyone entering this podcast with just no idea of the world of spirituality. What is spirituality and what does it mean to you guys? Jackie, you want to answer that one? (laughs) Sure. First of all, that's such a such I a know. large <laughs> question. <laughs> I just like going crazy. It's changed. It's changed for me along the years. I think before I started my spiritual journey, if somebody were to ask me like, "What is spirituality?" I would I would correlate it to religion, and I still think that it, there is some overlapping there. Like you could, I think you can be spiritual through a religion. To me now, I guess it's kind of like this journey of finding oneness in all things, and like this. This way of living that is more peaceful. <laughs> a way of living that is more peaceful. Yeah, I think so. It's a it's a general a general statement. I don't feel like you can define spirituality in mm-hmm. one in one and, phrase. And I think you're totally right when you say it's different for every person. Yeah. And that's part of what I really enjoy about it is it can be defined differently for different people. Some people take spirituality and they label themselves as a witch. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, a lot of the things that people that define themselves as witches do 
people that just define themselves as spiritual do the same things. Meditation, manifesting things, and taking time and space for yourself. Maybe you like bring crystal work into your space, all of these things. For me, I don't really align with any religion that's out there. Part of that's because I'm like, none of us could really know what's out there, mm-hmm. but I feel like something's out there. Yeah. There's a there's a mm-hmm. higher power totally. of some kind. And so I like the term spirituality because I just choose to go with it. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing to go with it and I'm trying to listen to it, listen to the signs. Some people may say it's God sending you a sign or something, but I don't know. It doesn't feel right for me to say it's God. Right. The big G word. Wow. <laughs> the big G wow. word. Yeah. It feels better for me to say it's the universe yeah. or it's whatever higher power is out there. That sits better in my tummy and just like in my body. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like a big part of spirituality is the, the questioning. So I guess maybe like a, like a better blanket term would be like, it's questioning your spirit mm-hmm. and the spirit of others or, the, or your soul and the soul of others. But I think that questioning is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I kind of view spirituality as just a way of connecting, just connection at like a, a base level, whether it's connecting with yourself more internally through doing, you know, like breath work or something like that, or connecting with one another, realizing that we're all, you know, interconnected or connecting with some source spirit, universal yeah. consciousness or angels or whatever you want to be doing. The whole premise is around connection and, and tuning in and things like that. Yeah, that's a good point. When did you guys start identifying as spiritual and really getting into all of this stuff? For me, I would say it's probably been maybe four years since I started really diving into it and being like, okay, I am now a spiritual person because <laughs> my whole life growing up, it was very, in my household, it was like religion is kind of dumb and there's not really any, there's science which is cool and you know you can light incense if you want the space to smell good but it doesn't really mean anything beyond that and then I started looking into sustainability and things like that and and that kind of led me into feeling more connected to the earth in like a responsibility kind of way and then kind of a more broad connection to nature and things like that. And then that actually did bring me into like a witchcraft, like Wicca kind of sphere. And that was that was my first foray into it. And I have since realized that that isn't a perfect fit, but there are definitely things that I absolutely learned from that. And then from there, I kind of just expanded out of any confines because I definitely had this idea that I need to label myself as one thing or another thing. And so for the past three or four years, I've been just kind of in a space of open to everything, not putting big labels on it, but having it be an important part of my life. For me, I feel like I feel like you can like follow the theme of it almost back to my childhood before I actually knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. As a child, I remember being almost superstitious in a way, like I would have a lucky shirt And if something bad happened in a specific shirt I was wearing, then I would never wear that shirt again, or that would be like my bad luck shirt. And in a way, it's like, it's like thinking, okay, the energy that we put out or things that happen attach onto things. And Mm -hmm. now that, that might still happen. And I'll like cleanse the shirt. Like, like, (laughs) oh my God, I almost died on a horseback wearing this shirt. Mm -hmm. And then I'll cleanse it. (laughs) Your story. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think it's, it's so interesting to like, look back and see little Jackie and her journey before I, I really even knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say my, my like first dive into it was probably through self-love work of books that I started reading and this connection with yourself. And then that kind of just started to snowball down into to more and more things. But I don't think I started to use the words or identify with I'm spiritual 
I, I don't even know if I can like pinpoint a time. I feel like it all just started blending together, mm-hmm. especially with my like doing yoga in the past yoga, it, it might even just start as physical, but eventually when you're doing yoga long enough, it's going to blur into to the yoga off the mat, which is a lot of self-development work and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Do you remember as a kid when we would pretend what well, we were pretending, but were we like question mark, were we pretending? I don't know. <laughs> um, but we would pretend we had control over the weather oh, and yeah. all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just know that that has always been mm-hmm. in the back of our mind. I think if you gravitate towards spirituality later in life, you probably were playing around with it earlier in life and just didn't have the permission to grasp it yeah. by your the people around you. It wasn't so... You just didn't know. You just didn't know. Yeah. Right. I, w- I wouldn't say it was like downplayed or like frowned upon in our family at least, but it wasn't celebrated yeah. or... It was definitely out. It would have been out of the norm. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) And I think that that's the case with a lot of people and kids are way more connected to that stuff. And I think like even, you know, I remember as a kid, I would make fairy houses all the time. I swear there were like fairies that were hanging out around my fairy houses and things like that. Or I'd go to the ocean and I vividly remember throwing rocks at the waves and being like, you can't touch me waves. You're not stronger than I am. And like kind of taunting this natural force as if it was this alive thing, you know, and it's just kind of those playing back and forth with nature and thinking that it's alive and then at some point we're taught like oh no it's inanimate and it's just a bunch of you know luck that that brought us here all that kind of stuff right and then questioning that again like well maybe the waves do have some consciousness I don't know and just playing around with that is kind of fun (laughs) I mean you just don't know right you just don't know but it's so much more fun to just imagine that that could be true right absolutely what are different spiritual practices Oh my gosh, that's a big question. So I think, well, I think one of my favorite things about spirituality in general as an overarching term or practice is that you can kind of meet it anywhere. So like you can be a completely skeptical person and not believe in any God or anything like that and still have spiritual practices. Or you can be somebody who's really in a faith or something like that and have spiritual practices. So I think that it really stems from, I don't know, there's there's just a lot of different avenues to get there. So I think spiritual practices can be like meditation and things like that. But a lot of people don't meditate as a spiritual practice. They meditate as just a, you know, way of calming down their nervous system or more scientific aspects like that. And of course, praying can be a spiritual practice, but then some people label it as religious. And so it, it kind of depends on what you're doing and why you're doing it. Are you doing it just from the scientific basis, or do you put a little bit more emphasis into the the spiritual realm of things? Some of my favorite practices, I always do like moon rituals, full moon and new moon type of rituals, just tuning into the energy of that I think is really fun. And then even journaling, meditation, yoga, those kinds of things all are a spiritual practice to me because I put the emphasis on the spiritual part of it. And I use it as like a, a way of attuning my body and and connecting to my own divinity and things like that but spiritual practices i think can be anything depending on what you want them to be if that if that makes any sense yeah. absolutely yeah i feel like as i've gotten a little bit more confident in my ability to bring spirituality in my life because i think before um, in, in my beginning of my journey, I would, you know, YouTube a lot of videos and like watch the way they did ceremonies or I'd attend a lot of different things. And I still do, but it, w- it was more like I was copying and less like I was creating something for my own self. And now, like my said, spiritual practices to me, I, f- I feel like I had a spiritual practice today. I took a long shower. I had like a meditation music in there. I had a vibey music 
and I just danced in the shower. (laughs) Oh, so good. (laughs) That was spiritual to me. Like I specifically had intentional spiritual music that I know what gets me into that state now. And that's another thing. It's like whatever makes you feel aligned and your higher self, that's your spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. To me, walking walking to coffee this morning without any music and just looking at the leaves and watching them blow in the wind and like hearing my footsteps as I walked. That was a spiritual practice to me. I would agree. Music gets me, gets my vibrations high. So whatever I need to tune into at a time, I'll use music. If I'm trying to get into my feels and process something, Mm -hmm. typically it's a little bit sadder, maybe a little darker. And then, yeah, if I'm looking to be peaceful, I have a certain playlist that I like to if I'm looking to, but that really resonates with me, this idea of music and walking outside and being super peaceful and like distractionless and focusing on the energy that's in front of me, both Mm -hmm. outside of myself and inside of myself, just being able to be laser focused on the leaves and then the grass and then how I feel. And I feel like I haven't been able to do that Mm. a lot this over the last couple of months. It's just because we're so inside. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of those things where it's a lot, you can find things that are really easy to be spiritual practices, like, you know, sitting in a park and like climbing a mountain and having all of these beautiful views or something like that. And then if you don't have access to that, there's ways of kind of cultivating that on your own through, you know, guided meditations or imagery or something. Or, you know, I even have like a Pinterest vision board where like, if I really just need a boost, I just scroll through my Pinterest vision board. And I look at all these beautiful images that I've put up, and it just gets me into a a better state, right? So there's many different tools you can use depending on on the circumstances that you're in. Because I... I, I hear where you're coming from. Phoenix to me is not a, like a beautiful place to live, really. I don't I don't super love it here. And so me going outside is not how I get into that zone. So sometimes you just have to get creative and just know what makes you feel the best with what you have. And I feel like you've been very vibrational based as of late. Mm-hmm. You focus on vibrations. Do you want to tell them? Oh, about- I know what you're talking about. Yeah. When I get anxious, if I had an interview or maybe a first date or whatever, I would let, you know, yoga ohms. Yeah. I do some intense version of that. <laughs> and my family was not ready for me <laughs> because I get down into a really deep register. Yes. Um, so it's super deep and it really just vibrates my body. body but yeah. it kind of, it feels as though it vibrates the negative energy out of me. And so I did a couple of them before the last two jobs that I had, before those interviews. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I got I got the jobs. So, so something's working. Do we get a demonstration? I want to hear what this is. <laughs> You don't have to if you don't want to. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you can cut it out. You're the editor. Yeah, you can edit I'll it out it. if you want. <laughs> I feel like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to be I'm gonna be vulnerable. But it's serious. <laughs> it's really girthy. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Own your power. <sighs> okay. <sighs> oh, my God. I love it. I love that. Yeah, it's that's that. The one. <laughs> that's the one. Oh my gosh. I tell you, sound release is something I like recommend to a lot of my clients. Like, yeah. It's so nice. I recently started doing it because I was going to breathwork circles and the woman would have us grab pillows and just scream so loud into them. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly the most amazing feeling after. Yeah. And it's also on this ranch. So when we scream really loud, there's coyotes outside that join in. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's amazing. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's we need some coyotes I... over here so I don't feel like I'm alone. And... Know... Well, oh, that's yeah, a, it's a thing. People go out into the in, 
to, you know, they go outside yeah, and, the and they just scream as loud as they can. And people scream into their pillows. It's just, yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it in your indoor voice and just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> not totally yeah. gutting, yeah. gutting. Yeah. And that's a lot um, of like chanting and things like that too. Like a lot of times chanting is just moving that energy out of your <laughs> body. And I definitely like, I never thought I'd be the kind of person who just like listens to chanting music in my house and like chants along with it. But I for sure do that all yeah. of the time. Like I'll be doing dishes and I'm like, Namo Namo. Crazy things that I barely even know what they mean, but they just feel good to like have something not pretty come out of you almost. And sometimes it's pretty, yeah. but like it's it's liberating to just be like, fuck it, right? Right. I'm just gonna do whatever this weird thing is, and that's fun for me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I truly think we can learn so much from kids, and that's like another thing. Like, yeah, the theme of kind of what we've talked about today, like the questioning. Kids ask so many questions. The just screaming all mm-hmm. the time, yeah. all the freaking time, yeah, all the freaking time, like just at the top of their, their lungs. throat chakras are very open. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Speaking of sort of the childhood area, what was it like coming out as spiritual, if you will, to families and friends? Mm-hmm. Do you have any, is your family sort of in the same level as you yeah. guys? Or did or- you grow up in a spiritual family mm-hmm. or was it kind of a shock for, like, was it hard for them, a harder pill for them to swallow? Jackie? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. <laughs> so I did not grow up in a spiritual household. So I have one older sister and, you know, we're very close. We have a lot of things that we bond over, but spirituality, she's just, she, she does yoga and that's like kind of like where, where it ends. Mm-hmm. So with our, our podcast, I actually kept it quiet, like a secret-ish yeah. for some time just because I didn't want to have that conversation and just explain yeah. because I knew it would just... I didn't know how it would go, but I didn't I didn't think it would go well and I was right. <laughs> so Aww. eventually, you know, I started to get to a place where I was just playing with this idea of do I compartmentalize? Like, do I have one Instagram for my spiritual stuff and then one that's normal? Do I... So I was just kind of like playing around so much with energy. Yeah, yeah. And so I... Which I ended up doing this, but I was playing around with making everything concise and in one area. So on my personal one, I was posting a lot about spiritual things and I got, my family kind of had like an intervention for me. They like called me and they're like, what are you posting about? We're concerned about you. I think their reaction was a little bit more that fear of what will other people think. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. So their reaction, they even kind of like apologized later, but the initial reaction was, well, I'm going to keep doing this. So I don't, would you like me to block you? Would it, would it make you feel better if you didn't have to see it? Yeah. And like at first, like that's what we were doing. And then it was just, you're my family. Like, I don't, I'm going to keep doing this. Like, this is how I feel. It's not like I'm posting. I don't know. It could be worse, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for sure. It's not hateful things. It's not. I think that's the number one thing. I think we relate a lot with your story. And I think they're a little more. They 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 silently disagree. Yeah, it's more. (laughs) I more silently disagree. Dad is a, he's an aerospace engineer. Very very mathy, very Mm -hmm. logical. Yeah. And I just, he just doesn't, you know. It's not his vibe. He doesn't, not his and he doesn't like things. step outside of his comfort zone very yeah. often. He he doesn't have Instagram, but That's I a think blessing. that. <laughs> I, yeah. But I think if he saw things on there, he well, wouldn't. even we had we did the witches episode mm-hmm. and he astrology and stuff, and he's like the first one I remember. He was like, I didn't raise weirdos. That was but that wasn't low, from yeah. the pod. That was from the <laughs> podcast. That was oh, that was we had told him that we Nicole and I when we were younger, not too much younger, like a couple, like maybe five years ago, there was for sure a spirit hanging out in my childhood bedroom Mm. and there was this one time Nicole and I were in my room and I was like do you feel like maybe there's someone 
like a spirit in here? And she's like, oh, for sure. And that was, we told our parents about that. And he was like, I didn't raise weirdos. What are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. So, And we were like, okay, that was a bit dramatic. It's a, <laughs> a bit dramatic. I mean, you did raise a weirdo, so. Whether, whether I sense a spirit or not. It's still weird. <laughs> I'm, you know. Weirdo and proud. We did a boudoir shoot. And so, and we posted those pictures on Instagram. And I feel, and they were our data specifically was like, mm. what are you doing? Posting that stuff. And I think the number one concern is what are other people going to think about you? Are you going to be able to get a job with stuff like that out there? Mm-hmm. Um, I know our dad was like, my company does searches and they, they make you hand over your social media codes and they'll fire you if they see any stuff like that. And I was like, I don't really want to be working for a company that's going to fire me because I'm like owning my body. And yeah doing something that makes me happy I'm not hurting anyone I'm not doing anything if people don't have to follow me if they don't want to and so far there have been no issues with that stuff it's been fine but the thing is like you're not you're not doing these things and you're not posting posting things for anyone other than your than yourself Mm -hmm. and I don't I think when you don't totally align with people that are important to you but you shouldn't change for that's the people. a lot of energy. You know, you should you should stay yeah. true to who you are. And there's nothing wrong with as long as you're not hurting anybody and like everything is you know you're a good person. You should post and say and live do whatever a, live you your, feels right for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. live your highest self because you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, and it did all kind of fizzle out once the initial reactions happened. Then my you know even my sister was kind of like, so what's your what's your like side business and like can I help you with it? You know. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. I think it was just a little bit confusing and, and like jarring for them. Yeah. And you know, when we started to read about or hear about spiritual things, it's kind of like the, what is this? Mm-hmm. I remember when, when I learned about Abraham Hicks, who's a channeler mm-hmm. and finding out that he was a channeler, I was like, couldn't sleep that night. Right. <laughs> what? What is channeling? What does this mean? So I'm sure it's just a little, just confusing and, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Maya, how was your journey coming out to your family? Oh yeah. Mine was actually pretty fine. I was really lucky in my dad. He already is way more off the deep end with this stuff than I am, which is cool. <laughs> and then my mom and, and they're not together. So they were like separate, separate experiences. My mom is totally open to that kind of stuff. She's definitely done her own stuff like that. Like she and my stepdad had a priestess marry them at, at their wedding. And so she's not specifically spiritual in that she believes in any kind of God or anything like that. She believes, you know, when you die, you just go in the dirt and then you decay kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But she listens to all of our podcast episodes. She always texts me or like sends a little voice memo. And she's like, here's what I thought about <laughs> this part. I don't know if I agree with that part, but this part was really cool. And, you know, and she she gives me like <laughs> feedback and she's always excited and she's just happy to, because we live um, pretty far apart. So she's just always happy to hear my voice kind of. And so she's super supportive, which is adorable. Yeah. And my husband's family, they, they, are totally supportive too, which I wasn't necessarily expecting. Yeah. But that was awesome. And so it's been pretty good. The only people that I've really had to hide it from are like coworkers, mm. just because I have always worked in like a clinical space as a therapist. And that's very therapists are very like, you should not have social media, you should not have any presence online because your clients or patients can Google you. And so everything is very locked down from personal to professional. And so I have just always hid that from from any of my more like professional setting co-workers. And if they found out, I think I would be super uncomfortable. <laughs> but at this point, I'm not working with anyone because I no longer have a job at the moment as of last week. So I don't have to worry about that anymore, which is actually really liberating to not feel like I'm like keeping this secret. Not that like 
they need to know, but it's just, what if they look me up on Instagram and my Instagram handle for my spiritual stuff is just my first and last name and they could really easily find me. And so there was always kind of that worry, but that was the biggest thing. I totally hear you. And it's so much energy to carry that around Mm -hmm. and to figure out, oh, how do I make myself undiscoverable? What happens if they do find out? Oh, they said this thing. Do they know? Yeah. And are they judging me? Am I going to lose my job? All of this stuff. But I find myself doing this a lot. At the end of the day, I'm like, it is what it is. Whatever happens, yeah. happens. That's another spiritual practice of just like letting it go. Oh, absolutely. That's a, that's mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest spiritual practices is you learn all of this stuff and you actively do all this stuff. But just the exhale portion of spirituality is such a big part. I feel like we're inhaling all of these like new ideas and these concepts and listening to these podcasts or whatever. But then a big part of it is just like releasing that and just letting it go and just trusting. And that is for sure the hardest part of any, (laughs) any spiritual journey is trusting and kind of, you know, letting yourself not get caught up in all of these narratives that you make up in your mind. I feel like the younger generation coming up and everything is Gen Z. Well, yes, Gen Z, but like Gen Z and our generation. Mm-hmm. Not as many people care yeah. about if someone's spiritual, if someone's religious. Right. Like, My therapist was like, sometimes we'll do some meditation. How does that feel to you? I'm like, yeah. I'm signing yeah. up. I only sense some resistance from people who are who are older yeah. and grew up in a different time. And So like your boss's boss. Yeah. And b- honestly, but it just depends because my boss who is in his 50s, I don't think would care at all. Mm-mm. But our grandma who is in her late 80s, I remember she asked us recently about oh, what, would, what exactly did she ask us about? But we started talking about chakras and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know if I believe in all that. But <laughs> we were just talking about it. Grandma was a little bit more willing to have a conversation. She went and looked it oh, up, that's though. cool. Yeah. She, she definitely went was look, curious. She went and looked it up because she came back the next time we saw her. She was like, I was doing some research and I... <laughs> About chakras. No. I, saw, I saw the pictures. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like with the circles on where oh, they go. awesome. I feel like the dread of hiding it from people and worrying about what coworkers will think, what family members will think will will dissipate mm-hmm. as our generation comes comes, comes up into and, power yeah. more. Yeah. That's something that I feel like I, yeah, I just I yeah. would agree. I, f- I feel around with when looking at different age groups and certain people, even if there's people in our lives who are more religious mm-hmm. and have specific beliefs, but they're open to hearing, even if they don't agree. Like I'm thinking of our friend. She's very religious, mm-hmm. but we were like, we got our birth chart read and we had an astrologer come on and she had a roommate that was super into uh she- she was psychic and reads people. She was like, I wasn't totally into it before, but now I'm like, her roommate read her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she and was like, like I her mean, roommate was like, I feel like I need to read you right now and yeah. read her. And she said a lot of very accurate things. And then she be she became a little bit more open into spirituality because it is or a very just blurred line in it between. More, but I feel like safe talking to people about it and just <laughs> it's just about asking questions. I feel like even you know being spiritual and meditating and doing all this stuff is not saying that there is an end-all mm-hmm. be-all but it's just being curious about what's out there these feelings that I'm having and what do they yeah. mean so it's just about asking questions yeah yeah absolutely and we did a whole episode on this topic also because it is something that people ask us about on Instagram and things like that they're like hey I'm I live in a really Christian household or whatever it is right like how mm-hmm. do you navigate that kind of stuff and you know one of the things is just like as you're on a spiritual journey you learn that you can You can relate to anybody, wherever anybody is at, you can meet them somewhere, right? Like you don't have to share all of this stuff that you believe in, but like if it's your super religious 
friend, you can have conversations around like, oh, wow, what an interesting idea about, you know, what happens after death or something like and meet them there. Or if it's a really, you know, skeptical atheist, you can be like, oh, well, I heard that your brain waves change when you meditate. You can meet them like at a science level or whatever. You know what I mean? Not saying that you should dim your shine or anything or, or change. Of course, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can relate to anybody. You just have to find the the commonalities, right? Find the open open door. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So for anyone that wants to jumpstart their spiritual journey, they're like, I'm, I'm like readily resonating with everything that's being said here. I want to try it. I want to be open. Where would you guys say is a good place to start? Our podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is that a cop out? <laughs> no. That's a great answer. Yeah. Even in our podcast, we have an episode that's all of our recommendations for beginners. It's a later episode. I think it's in the 50s or something like that. But it's all of the books and podcasts and movies and shows that we would recommend just to start opening people's eyes to those concepts. If it's something they want to find through our podcast, we have that. I'm going to actually look up what number that is because I feel like that'd be helpful. I think number one is information yeah. anyways. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This podcast is really great and you can just, I think, absorbing information, information about it. Knowledge is power in that sense. And you can just go and start meditating. Like mm -hmm. you can do that, but it's probably going to be hard. I remember Nicole and I tried I, to meditate yeah. when we tried and we were just, I was like, I'm sitting here with my eyes closed and I don't really know what to do or how to do it or yep. I don't know how to turn my mind off. And half of that is because it takes practice and the other half of it is because I didn't know. Yeah. And that that is meditation, even if you didn't know that it was. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So our episode, um, episode 55, it's called Recommendations for Beginners. So, you know, if you don't want to go through and listen to our entire podcast, totally fine. But that one is chocked full of so many resources of, you know, renowned teachers or people that are just easy to listen to or find resources that way. That would be That'd be a great place to start. And then beyond that, I would just start maybe like journaling is a really great way of getting started because a big part of spirituality is just being really open and honest with yourself and starting to reflect on your thoughts and your emotions and getting clear on those kinds of things before you head into a super spiritual place. It's just good to start getting comfortable with with who you are. That's a big part of the journey. Yeah, I think journaling was one of the actually first practices that I did. When my parents divorced when I was young, my mom's therapist told her to get us, me and my sister, journals, diaries, mm -hmm. and that they felt like it would be good for us. And now I've probably gone through like at least 30 journals in my life. So I think that definitely helped me at least just clarify my own feelings and emotions and become a little bit more like self-aware mm -hmm. than I would have been prior. Now, you know, journaling, you can use it in so many different ways, purging out negative thoughts mm -hmm. and you can do like a free write session. Gratitude journals. There's so many different things. Um, one thing I want to speak on too for beginners, because this is probably the hardest thing I had to go through as a beginner in spirituality was once this path started opening up to me and I was learning all these ways to heal myself and there was kind of this boom, this momentum of healing and just learning these things, I immediately wanted to share them with people and help other people. <laughs> and there you have this moment where it's like you realize that everybody's on their own path and their own journey. And even the smallest thing, like judging somebody for something that they're they're doing or trying to lead them in the path that you think is right for them, mm -hmm. that's almost like playing God in a way because who are you to say that what they're going through isn't like detrimental for their growth? Mm -hmm. It was really hard for me to learn, but once I learned it, it was it was very freeing and it, it kind of like gave me this like expansive way to look at things. Because if my friend was in a really bad situation or she was doing something wrong, I could look at it and be like, okay, like I I'm just here to support her. If she asks for help or, or recommendations, I have it. 
But other than that, like this is her story, her growth, her path. And I have to let her develop on that. That is so hard to do. It's something that I struggled with. I think it's something that you still struggle with. Nicole still struggles with. And it can come across as... It, 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 but anyways, I, <laughs> oh, how can yeah. it come across? Tell us more. <laughs> it can come across as like, yeah, you're trying to play God. And it, it comes from a place of I love you and I yeah. feel as though I know what's best. Yes, right. And sometimes you might even be right, but that's not your journey. Right. And I think it takes a certain a certain clarity and self-awareness to not that, you know, I we're not self-aware, yeah, but I, okay. you know, it takes a certain level of or lesson in order to be able to let go of that energy because mm-hmm. uh, it's not it's not yours to have. You're there for support and that's all we can do. I love that you brought that up. I feel like that was a little something the universe working out for someone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> <Can't, can't stop. laughs> oh. <laughs> I am notorious for always not always putting my two cents in, but speaking when you and you get really being brutally honest. It's hard for you to it's hard for you to let go of those yeah. situations. Yes. And We're working on it. It's hard because you like you get excited about things or you like get passionate about things, right? And I right. I also think that we also get messages from from people who listen to our podcast who feel really like isolated in the journey in whatever setting they're at. And they really want to just talk with other people. They just want to express. So we get a lot of really long messages from people just sharing their life story about what's been happening. And they're just they're trying to find any kind of connection. So I also think a big recommendation is just finding some kind Kind of community, whether that's like, like we have a Facebook group, whether that's something like that, or finding people that are in your area that you can meet with you know, under safe conditions and everything, or just one friend that you can bounce ideas off of is really nice because it's hard to be expanding and changing rapidly as a person on your own that can feel like a totally yeah. Or are like some of the experiences you have, like, oh my gosh, I saw this vision in my meditation. Like, am I going crazy? Or has anybody else ever experienced this? And just having having other people around is is really helpful too. I think that's why it was so important for Jackie and I to have each other throughout this journey and and yeah. be able to feel safe expressing all of these wild things to each other and having her really hear me. And that's fundamental, I think. Yeah, because the more I think we had a safe space to work out all the the spiritual stuff, the less we like, I think I tried to like force it on people that I felt like needed that, that healing or wanted, wanted to, or not wanted to hear me. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But speaking about, this is going to take us off topic. Maybe I shouldn't have done this, but it just, no, it's it, popped okay. oh, yeah, go for it. it popped into my head because you were like, oh, how divine that I brought this up. Another like crazy, like synchronicity today. Do y'all listen to Justin Bieber? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, the Peaches the song? song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His new Peaches song dropped today. Like, how yeah. Whoa, I, know. Wild. Our, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> our our style, our design aesthetic, and mm-hmm. what he's brand in this, he's in is this, a little like, bit 70s, 70s peaches suit. Yeah. And he's in like a 70s yeah. peaches suit. And I was yeah. just like, I don't know if Whoa. I should be offended that he ripped Whoa. us off or totally <laughs> honored <laughs> or <laughs> mad or. Or happy, but I mean, I was like, oh my god, we have to do some sort of some, some sort, sort of, of real or like some sort of content yeah. behind the new Justin Bieber song. But no, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, fun, fun synchronicities. That was one another thing that I feel like 
uh, snowballed really quickly for us when we started to know what synchronicity was. Yeah. I feel like me and you would say it all the time. Like me and I would be like, oh my God, synchronicity, <laughs> like synchronicities. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, for anybody listening, that's just like when things line up in a way that a lot of people be like, oh, wow, what are the, what are the chances or like what a mm-hmm. coincidence, but mm-hmm. you know, just seeing like 11, 11 on the clock every day over and over again, that's kind of one thing that people consider synchronicities or things lining up perfectly. Like a Peaches song while we have our interview with Peaches, those kind of things where it's like, what are the chances? That's so weird that those line up. And I think once people get on their spiritual path, it's really common to see those a lot. And, you know, a lot of it is is kind of, oh my gosh, I can't remember the term. But like when you buy a new car and then you see that car everywhere. Yeah. Coincidence. Yeah. And so some of it is just like, you're more aware of it. So you're looking out for it. But also I think people just just start to see those things and start to like see kind of the universe talking to them in all of these little subtle ways that they weren't aware of before. But once you notice it, you're like, oh my God, it's everywhere all the time. This is so cool. I see two or three sets of numbers mm-hmm. all of the time. Yeah. I see 9-11 a lot. I, and it's all ha- it all has 11 in it. 9-11, 211 and occasionally 711. Wow. That one's a little less. But especially 911 and 211, I see those so much mm-hmm. to the point where I'll pull up behind somebody at a stoplight and the license plate number mm-hmm. ends in 211 or 911 yep. or whatever. And I'm like, what are the freaking chances? Yeah. Because at first it was just times and time codes and things of that nature. I'm like, I could be accidentally training myself mm-hmm. to look at my phone at 911 every single day. Yep. But then it was, I would walk past, there was one time we were out at a bar and we were walking to the subway station and we stopped for a minute for some reason to have a conversation and waiting for someone Nicole was, getting an was Uber. standing right like the there were stickers on a, on the building behind her and it must it was probably like um the address number mm-hmm. but it was 911 oh, right wow. and, she, and her head was right in between them i was like what are the odds <laughs> <laughs> where does it come from yeah yeah, that's awesome. I've looked it up. I think they're angel numbers. Yeah. Because they're they're like, one is you're on the right path and the other one is like be open to change or something like that. And I keep seeing them and I'm like, am I not open to change? Do I still, does the work still need to be done? What am I? You're always am I? changing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's exhausting. That's another good question. How do you know and how do you decipher the signs from the universe, the messages from the universe? Because a lot of the times I think you'll see something or you'll think something or you'll feel something and be like, is that a message? And then how do, what does it mean? I, I think that's a great question. I know if there's any type of forcing or efforting in it, I think it's it's probably not a sign. For example, like if the way that the universe wants, if that you've asked the universe to show you sign is numbers. So like mine is like number 13. If I was like, oh, I saw whatever adds up to 13. Like I saw this number and this number. And then when I add them together, that equals 13. So that means that that's the sign. You know what right. I mean? When, you're, when yeah. you're reaching for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Phoebe Buffay. Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe Buffay. She does that all the, from Friends. Oh, yeah. She does it all the time. She was like, I stepped on a piece of gum and then like the it, uh, it started to rain. And so that must mean something <laughs> yeah. weird. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah. And I just remember what it's called. It's called confirmation bias. When you're trying to confirm a theory and so you're looking for the confirmation, you're biased to see the confirmation. So like angel numbers can be like confirmation bias. If you're like looking at your phone and it's 1110, but you like are staring at it and then it turns 1111, you're like, oh my gosh, I saw it. You know what I mean? But like you were, <laughs> oh, you were yeah, reaching yeah. for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, on our, on our Instagram every Monday, well, most Mondays we do Manifestation Monday where we 
give a prompt like, okay, everybody in the next 24 hours, see if you can manifest a green hummingbird or something like that. But if you go looking for it, like you sit outside in your front porch for hours and you put a bird feeder up and you're like waiting for this hummingbird to come, that's maybe not so much a sign as opposed to like, if you happen to be, you know, at the dentist's office and you look up and the only piece of art is a picture of a hummingbird, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's something different. So I think that's kind of how you know when it's a sign or when it's something that's that you're kind of forcing a sign, if that makes sense. Totally. That, that makes absolute sense. <laughs> I think you can you can ask for specific signs and I would ask for something specific, like a red car or a brown dog, like something like that. Because there are times when you ask for a sign and there there's times even for me where still, where like I'll ask for a sign and I don't really see anything. Is the absence of a sign a sign? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, exactly. I don't know. I also feel like I'm not, I'm probably not in a state to receive the sign. So I also feel like it might be something along the lines of your energy. And if you're in your vortex, if you're aligned and like ready to receive that sign, because I've had moments that it was, you know, like we're talking about, there's no way, like, there's no way that this is just a coincidence. It's too yeah. easy. It's too perfect. It's too divine. Like, it's just like an, oh my goodness. And I think that's the kind of like feeling that you're going for of like, you just know, you don't have to question it at yeah. all. Yeah. The sign or not, because you just know you're like, yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was one time I was in a car on the way home. I was in New York. So there's cars everywhere. And we like pulled up to a stoplight and a big bus with, <laughs> and it wasn't like the show had just dropped. So I don't know yeah. why this banner was on the car, but the show 9-11 stopped right in front of my window. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Like big in my window. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear like, you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Um, ever since I was little, my favorite number had been, has been 13. And so that just became like my spirit sign. And when I I studied abroad in Barcelona for some time and I was really nervous about going, really scared. I didn't know anybody. I met my roommate online. I was freaking out. Like, what am I doing? And I get there and in my apartment, there is a sticker on the mirror that's just a number 13. Whoa. Like it's just a random sticker on my mirror in my apartment there. And I was like, wow. This is where I'm supposed to be. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. The, and it's so easy when they're numbers. I feel like you can just sort of Google the number the mean, meaning, like numerology. Yeah. Yep. Whereas I feel like I started seeing a lot of cars with their with a headlight, oh, headlight out. out. And I was mm. like, I feel like I see it all the time. And I Googled it because I feel like that's a weird thing. That's not yeah. like an easy thing to like look up the sign of. And then the only thing that I could find on some random Quora or Reddit board was just, was that saying of now you're seeing it all the time. You're looking like, for it. Like, yeah, yeah, you were looking for so it. So I'm like, may- maybe. But yeah. I was like, I kind of hope so because I feel as though nothing can be good with a broken headlight. <laughs> oh, I feel like it could also mean that there's something else you need to illuminate. Maybe. Like you're seeing I it from yeah. one perspective. You need to shine another light on it. I started to spiral. <laughs> I started to spiral. <laughs> Especially, you know, because we're twins and I'm like, oh my God, these two things, one is out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh my gosh. gosh. No. Nicole, and then, no. <laughs> I just started to spiral. Uh, but Great. Okay. <laughs> Knock on wood, Nicole. <laughs> maybe it's because you have blonde hair and she has brown hair. Maybe. Maybe it's just like, you guys need to have different color hair. I don't know. <laughs> I, we'll stick with that. I think it means like the balance of like yeah. there's light and yeah, there's like dark. yin and yang. The balance of the yin and the yang. Okay. I like that. I like that. No, Let's go with that. And, <laughs> okay. And also like there's like numerology things. So there's times I see things and I'll look them up and I'll relate them to numerology. But my universe sign symbol of 13 necessarily for me doesn't 
mean what the numerology meaning of it is. It's mm-hmm. more, oh, that's the universe being like, hey, girl, like this is for you. You're on the right path. Yeah. Like, hey, just some signs that you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's, that's just your sign. I'm like, w- it's the universe winking at you. Winking at you. Okay. Oh, yeah. So much like better. <laughs> so much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would love, and if you need a little time to think about it, or if you don't want to talk about it, cool. But if each of you could tell us your favorite practice, And then the most wild thing that you've experienced in a spiritual practice or like from the universe. I think I can go. I would say my favorite spiritual practice is, oh man, this is hard. It's kind of like a lump of things. Like whenever I'm in a ceremony space that's being like facilitated by somebody else and I am just laying on the floor in a circle doing something with a bunch of other people or something like that, that's my favorite kind of thing. So I've done that with breathwork ceremonies and cacao ceremonies and like kundalini yoga and different things like that. Or even just meditation. I think doing things in a space with other people that's being facilitated by somebody, that is always the most profound experience. Everything that I do at home is just fine compared to that. So I would say just gatherings, gathering Mm -hmm. ceremony is my favorite spiritual thing. And I would say most profound thing is probably, and this has happened a few times to me in different settings, but whenever I'm in a space like that and go into like a really deep meditation. Generally, this has happened, I guess the the biggest one, I was at a space and I was, it was a holotropic breathwork workshop followed by a hape ceremony, which is like a sacred tobacco that you snort basically, which sounds wild. (laughs) But we were doing that and and then we were like doing this, this holotropic breathwork, which is a kind of breathwork that overly oxygenates your blood, I guess. It, It, you're bringing in more oxygen than you're letting out. And the combination of those things just was this experience my entire body didn't exist anymore I was just floating through space I couldn't tell if I had hands or if I used to have hands or if I still had hands and I like was fully conscious but it was just melting away and just like floating through the universe and feeling like I was in the universe and the entire universe at the exact same time but also knowing that I was also this girl laying on this mat in this weird warehouse (laughs) just having like all of the consciousness at the same time and just being really present in that and being like wow this is a wild experience I'm having right now like having Mm -hmm. the wherewithal to acknowledge that I was in that space and also experiencing it and that's happened a few times where I just kind of like my body just disappears and I am just this oneness energy and I think that's my favorite feeling I love that (laughs) and that's the most profound thing I don't I haven't seen any like crazy visions or anything but just through meditation that kind of thing yeah that reminds me so much of a dream that I once had (laughs) and essentially I had this dream I was on a field trip and there was like a huge explosion and all of a sudden I was just a soul floating around in the universe. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember (laughs) it feeling super peaceful. Yes. So peaceful. And like, I remember waking up being like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) but also kind of not afraid. Yeah. I'm not, you know, not afraid to die or like having some trust in the fact that I have a soul. Yes. So that was a really weird experience. And that 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 just reminded me of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like it is that kind of feeling of, oh, this is, I feel like I could just be dead right now. And I'm totally cool with that. Like just this weird, this weird piece. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like my, my answer is going to be very similar to Maya's. Ceremony is really important to me. It's something that came into my life recently, kind of during 2020. And I, I was in, or, you know, everybody was in such like an interesting space and I was leaving a job that I had spent years trying to get. It was like very, very, I was just in an interesting space and my 
spiritual coach at the time took me to breathwork ceremony and I was starting to do it weekly. And that's probably become my favorite spiritual practice. I, I do it at home sometimes with myself, but I can't get the same results mm-hmm. as having like the, the woman like leading us through it. And it's only a group of six women. It's like very small. It's very intimate. It's become almost like a workout. When I go, I'm like, oh God, like I just want to get to the high at the end. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to do literally, I just want to get to the high. Yeah. And at, at one time that I went, my fingers were literally like this. So what happens is from depleting the oxygen from the tips of your fingers and mm-hmm. like your distal extremities, mm-hmm. your fingers and toes can start to like become like crab, cr- crab claws is what people yeah, call them. Wow. There's, a, there's a term for it. It's like a totally normal medical not after term, but no. Yeah. I, should know this. I'm I think nurse. it starts with a T. I don't know, but it's really normal for people who do breath work to like all of a sudden their hands look like weird little claws. <laughs> and they're like, Oh my God, what's happening? But it's like, no, that's, that's okay. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. And so that was like really interesting, but the, the way that I feel after it, cause I, before this, I had never even heard the word breath work. I had no idea what, what breath work was. So I didn't know what I was about to like get into. And the the ending when we we stop the breath work and we're just in this meditative state that's when i ask questions and i feel like i hear an answer back that is myself speaking but it's like much wiser than me mm-hmm. like she <laughs> knows like she's like this is what you have to do this is the environment that we like to come visit you in that time i was having that discord with my family and and it was like this just they just need love they're just confused and you know like how can you bring more love into this situation oh, i'm like wow. oh my god she's so wise yeah. <laughs> like, oh my goodness yeah and then i feel like also so along with doing that and then reading this book that i at, at the time i had like a 3 day thing i think we, me and maya talked about this where i felt like fully separated from my ego and that was really scary and interesting mm. i've never experienced that before and I haven't been able to get back there yet, but at least I have my writings from that time and I know like the mindset of it. Mm-hmm. We're getting kind of woo-woo here now. But. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> We're okay it. with woo-woo. And yeah, you need a little bit of ego, so you got to get a little bit of it back. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's why it's hard to stay in that state and that I think it's kind of like impossible to live in that state forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So two things that you mentioned that I heard you guys talking about on your podcast is you guys were chatting about do you ever get scared of all of the woo-woo and just like scared of certain yeah, yeah, things? I know I do. And and it's just <laughs> I freak yeah. myself out. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just it's you just it's the unknown yeah. and I mean all of these things of of like Sometimes like things are affecting you without you asking it to. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like uh and you don't understand it all the time. So, yeah. So, I think at the beginning of my journey, I definitely went through the phases of like, okay, if I'm going to believe that this positive energy is out there, then I need to believe that this negative energy is out there or these like scary things are, you know, creeping around the corners or sitting in my closet or whatever. And then, like, also doing some like witchy stuff. And they're like, oh, you should never look in a mirror when you're in the dark. I don't know. They just say weird, crazy stuff. And it totally freaked me out. Mm-hmm. And I like couldn't sit in meditation because I would feel like there was something behind me or I would freak myself out about all these things just because I had my eyes closed and I got into this very kind of paranoid state around it even though I I never actually like experienced anything but I was so afraid that I was going to experience something that I wouldn't let myself Mm -hmm. get into those states if that if if that that makes makes total sense. sense yeah makes total sense 
And then I got to a place where I kind of realized that I get to choose what experiences I want to have and I get to choose what energy comes into my field. And at this point, I'm kind of, you know, I think that there can be negativity if people are like looking for that. I think that some people's Mm. experiences is, is to seek that out and to deal with that to a certain extent. But I also have done work that is kind of shielding work, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes will say like, I'm not available for any negative energy. I'm only available for things that are in my highest and greatest good and of light. And I kind of have these things that if I'm in a weird mood or I want to sit down and meditate, but like it's just an off day or something, I'm like, I'm not available for that shit right now. <laughs> I don't want that. Not welcome here mm-hmm. because it's kind of like vampires kind of have to like invite it in to a certain yeah. extent, yes. even if you're doing it subconsciously maybe um but if you're actively like this isn't part of my journey I'm not interested in that path right now I only want things that are here for my benefit I think that it's fully possible to just scooch past all of that scary stuff and it's very settling and now for the past I don't know year and a half since I've been doing that regularly I have no fears around negative entities or anything like that good to hear (laughs) there was another thing when jackie was speaking it made me think of something else you mentioned on your podcast so when you were saying like she's so wise and sort of talking about yourself i think maya was also saying on a previous podcast that you were talking about yourself is in the third person when you were speaking about that on your podcast i was like i kind of like that idea that you were like i am this girl here in this moment was it maya who was saying that on your podcast i don't know it I don't know. Is it sounding familiar? <laughs> I was that sounds say, like a I, thing to like, say. I, that's very much a me thing because like with the self-love mm-hmm. stuff, I often kind of like will start referring to that. Yeah. It was like you were speaking about yourself in the third person and you're like, this is this is my body. I have to be kind to her and like love her. And you didn't speak about it on it too, too much. But I really like that idea. And I think it kind of sets your mind into the rhythm of how you think of other people a little bit you're way harder on yourself than you are with the people around you and if you kind of start if you just sort of take yourself out of your body a little bit and speak to yourself in the third person I think I was like mm-hmm. I really like that yeah just like my body is temporary I'm only here for a certain amount of time and I have to be kind to this body and kind to this girl yeah, yeah, that yeah. I am yeah. at this moment Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that's like going even a step further in what I mean, where this is kind of like where it gets wooey. Mm-hmm. So like the separation of ego thing that I experienced was that mindset of, okay, I'm a soul that was just like an asexual, no gender, like right. I'm, I was just a soul right. that was dropped into this little Mexican girl's body mm-hmm. in California. I have access to her fears and her hopes and her dreams and you know like what she the people that she likes and the things that she dislikes and all of these things and so like kind of looking at it that way it just really makes you have so much more empathy for yourself or it just helps you look at yourself Mm -hmm. oh like Mm -hmm. I want you your dreams to come true too you you know what I mean I don't know when you when you visualize it that way And, and exactly just like you said then you can kind of also have that towards other people. Yeah. And I think that that's a a topic that is really common once you kind of move deeper into spirituality. And that's something that like Eckhart Tolle talks about, who was one of my favorite spiritual teachers when I first started this journey. He's written some amazing books, but he talks about, you know, that there are like 
two parts within our mind. So when you're talking to yourself in your brain, there is the part that's listening and then the part that is talking, right? So yeah, being the observer and just kind of witnessing, I don't know, the trials and tribulations that this poor Mm -hmm. being is going through just by like all the anxieties or whatever. And just being able to step back from that and be like, that isn't me. This part of me is experiencing that right now, but that's not who I am at my core. It does make you have more compassion for other people. Like if somebody's having a bad day and they flip you off being like that's not who they are that's just the experience that they're having Mm -hmm, in that body at this moment and it makes everything a little less dramatic (laughs) I think as we're sort of like winding down is there anything on the topic of spirituality that we haven't covered that you want to bring to the forefront I would just say come at it as you want to there's nothing that you need to do there's no prerequisites there's not a certain place that you need to get to or a certain way you need to dress or act or anything like that you don't need to believe in anything in order to be spiritual. Like we said at the beginning, it's just kind of this curiosity and this connection. So feeling feeling safe to just let yourself explore and also feeling safe to feel totally dumb and silly. That's a big part of it. Like a, a couple years of my journey was just feeling like a weirdo and thinking that I was going crazy and why are you trying to, you know, listen to these channelers? You're so strange, right? And like letting yourself go through those and let the judgments and the ego kind of do their thing. That's okay. And then eventually you'll move past it. So just being willing to be open to the silly stuff, I think is is really important. Thank you so much. I feel like we had such mm-hmm. a great chat about spirituality. I, everything can't be said in <laughs> yeah. one podcast, right? <laughs> which is why there's you guys out there with the SIP podcasts for people yeah. to go and then like Check really, it out. really just like dive into all of the different topics that lie under spirituality. So with that, I think it's peachy clean time. Yeah. Have you? Did you guys have a chance <laughs> to think about something you'd like to come clean about? Yes. You want to go, Jackie? Oh my gosh, I feel like I have so many things. I'm like, <laughs> I could, I literally have so many things that I could, <laughs> I could talk about. Like uh, the time I almost burned my apartment down because I was trying to do a full moon ritual in my bathroom. <laughs> in your bathroom. <laughs> it almost burned down. Didn't totally burn down. <laughs> no, it. Didn't, no, okay, sure no it part of it actually burned, burned down, down. But it definitely like there wasn't a toilet there with water. My apartment would have been. Burned down. For that so, would have been such a story. You've almost burned your ap- apartment down a couple times. I feel like, like you were talking. We were. I was over at her house. She was talking about how she was doing like a yeah. steam mm. steam thing where you like heat up water and then put the towel over your head. And she almost. Oh my god! Towel just like burns. <laughs> that way too. And that was that was when I lived by myself. In it. So I feel like, yeah. I don't know why, it just, it, the, the full moon one was a little <laughs> bit more dramatic for me because I was living with my best friend at the time. And I was like, I almost like ruined our lives. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so curious. You used the toilet water to put out the fire. Or did it fall in the toilet? Or did it fall in the no, toilet? No, yeah. So um, I was like burning a piece of paper. <laughs> and it like burned a lot faster than I like expected it to. Right. And when I like, was trying to blow it out. It was like getting worse. <laughs> you were adding oxygen. And I was like sitting on like a rug, like the bathroom rug. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. And I just kind of like dropped it in. I think I like burnt my fingers. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> I tried to think so hard of like a, like a spiritually related one and I couldn't think of anything good, but I have just like a silly story about myself, if that's okay. Yeah, Love absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is the story about the first time that I got like a really drunk with my mom and my stepdad (laughs) they're like very cool people they're way hipper than I am they go to like shows all the time and they both ride motorcycles and like they're just 
badasses and they party it's for sure and like in like the coolest way not in like a weird way but they're just cool mm-hmm. so I was like 21 and I went to visit them they live in Eugene um in Oregon and so we were like okay we're gonna go out this is so fun Maya's 21 now and we'd never really like drank together before and so of course that was like when fireball was really big for some That's gross right. reason <laughs> so it, fireball it, did have a moment it yeah, really it did. did yeah it didn't deserve it but it definitely had it <laughs> and so we were like we're doing fireball shots. It was a big mess. And so I, I got to the point where I was like, I don't totally remember the, the walk home. Right. And mm-hmm. we, they lived like close to the downtown. So we were just walking home. But apparently I I started walking home and I decided that I was going to just be a feminist. I was like, this is my time to be a feminist. I'm drunk. It's 3 a.m. Sure. I'm hanging out with my parents. Why not? Right. No time. Naturally. So like for the entire like 15 minute walk, I just was marching in front of them yelling, Joan of Arc and Rosa Parks, Joan of Arc and Rosa Parks, <laughs> just like over <laughs> and over again at the top of my lungs for no reason. Like I have no specific attachment to either of those women. Like they, they were cool. That's fine. But I just decided that that was going to be like my my cry yeah, for you're... my walk home. I needed some motivation maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now whenever we're like getting psyched as a family to go do something like, oh, we're going to go cut down a tree for Christmas or whatever, we're always like, Joan of Arc and Rosa Parks. <laughs> <laughs> I get, all, get all hyped. But I – and I'm embarrassed every single time. But I think, you know, as far as war cries when you're really drunk, I think that one's you pretty know? good. No, yeah. I think yeah. I, I support it. Honorable. Yeah. I think it's yeah. honorable. I support it. I think their names should be heard yeah. at, you know, every, you know, any moment it was like a ve- that. very productive thing to do when drunk like yeah. usually people oh, are just well. like i want oh. french fries <laughs> yeah. you're like time for feminism right it's, right now. i mean it's always time for feminism but i yeah. was just on yeah i don't know i was ready i was on it i yeah. love it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that yeah. so that's my silly story <laughs> yes. that's great yeah, yeah yeah well now you're both peachy clean all peachy yeah. clean thank you so much for sharing your stories uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah thank you so much again for yeah. taking the time uh-huh. to come chat with us thank you guys and working out the time difference the time with difference. us Oh my gosh, Arizona is just a struggle. She's like the weird <laughs> stepchild that doesn't do daylight savings time and it throws mm-hmm. everyone off. It's, it's We respect it though. Hard. We yeah. respect it. Yeah. She beats to her own drum. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a lot easier. I just wish everybody would join us and stop doing daylight savings time. Exactly. You know, I can't exactly. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> But do you guys want to roll through where people can find and connect with you? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys can follow us on our Instagram at SIP Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a little Facebook group over there just for like the community to converse with each other and hang out. And that's also just SIP Podcast. And then... think that's it we're in the works of of doing a website yeah maybe by the time this is out actually it might be go see if you go to spiritualityandprogress.com and see if anything exists because we're working on it (laughs) as always we'll put all of maya and jackie's and sip podcast podcast. all the goodies in the show notes below be sure to head over there and we'll also you know they'll be all over our instagram click and give some love and follows and likes and connects with Maya and Jackie and the SIP podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast, everyone. This was an amazing conversation about spirituality. We hope you enjoyed it and got something valuable from it. As always, please give Jackie and Maya and their podcast a like and a follow and subscribe. And while you're at it, please give us some support. You can find us on Instagram at Let's Talk underscore Peaches. Our website is www dot let's talk peaches.com and please 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 head over to apple podcast and leave us a review but until next monday 
we will see you guys online. Bye, Bye peaches. peaches. <laughs> Bye, peaches. Yay, that's Woo. Awesome.